Disclaimer. Lore exists to help inspire creativity and story. It should not be used to lord over anyone at your game table, whether that be a dungeon master or player. Be flexible and willing to modify what exists to accommodate the story the table wishes to tell. As one of the four elemental gods of the Faerunian pantheon, Istitia claims domain over all forms of water. His followers do what they can to preserve the ever-changing state of their favored element. I am Ben Dignan, and welcome once again to Religion in the Realms. Titles Some of the other titles Istitia goes by are The Water Lord, God King of Water Elementals, and God King of the Undines. Portfolio and Domains Istitia's portfolio contains Water, Water Elementals, and Purification through Cleansing. Istitia's suggested domain for a 5th edition is the Tempest Domain. Appearance and Manifestations Istitia has been depicted in a lot of different forms. Some of the forms include a humanoid, a giant water elemental, a massive wave, and scaled all the way down to a simple drop of water. The most common depiction is that of a 20 to 30 foot thick massive water spout that is untroubled by any obstacles before him. It is hard to discern Istitia's face in this water spout form, but a perceptive individual would be able to pick out a pair of shining lights above a whirlpool serving as his mouth. In combat, Istitia will split his water spout form into two to fluster his enemies. He can overturn, fill, and sink ships with ease. In the form of a massive water elemental, Istitia will lash out with fists made of water at targets before him. These targets suffer a fair amount of bludgeoning damage and run the risk of being drowned during the onslaught. The flow of water can be manipulated and changed at will by Istitia in any of his various forms. Istitia can easily travel back to the plane of water by simply merging with a body of water made available to him. Any spells that involve water manipulation will not work against Istitia. Many followers of Istitia claim that every body of water is a manifestation and representation of Istitia. This includes small puddles right up to the largest oceans. A couple favorable signs attributed to Istitia are finding water when digging a well and finding water when in a barren and desolate location. Personal History Istitia does not have a storied history in the Forgotten Realms. As a fairly inactive deity in the personal worship of his followers, this comes as no surprise. During the time of Troubles, Istitia did not appear in the Forgotten Realms. He has only been witnessed three times in recorded history. One of these times, he showed up during the creation of the Sea of the Fallen Stars. Personality Istitia is a neutral aligned deity. 
Vistitia is non-committal to any cause or people, even his own followers. He presides over water, but leaves it to the people to decide for themselves what to do with it. What is core to Vistitia is a physical form that can change and adapt easily while staying true to its element. A change of form can be quick and sudden, or long and incremental. But at the end of the day, someone or something who remains true to what they are upholds Estitia's core teaching. Estitia is unpredictable in his actions, but his followers take solace in the fact that their patron deity will always be unpredictable. Estitia may show his blessing through the worshiper able to move through water with ease, finding something easily in water, or polymorph them into an aquatic creature temporarily in attempting a task. Personal Realms Estitia's home plane is the elemental plane of water out in the inner planes of the Great Wheel cosmology. Many of Estitia's followers on Toril believe that the entire elemental plane of water is his dominion. This is a false belief as many other water-line deities reside on the plane of water. Allies and Allegiances Istitia holds many water-based deities as allies, such as Deep Shashalas and Tracina, both elven deities of the sea, Yedro, Forgotten Realms deity of the merfolk, Persana, deity of the tritons, Shekneister, a deity of the nagas who has various aspects across the alignment chart, Sermonaire, deity of the Selkies, Valkyr, deity of Northlander sailors, and Waterlion, a strange monstrous ocean deity. Enemies Kasuf, the elemental deity of fire, and Estitia have a deep animosity for one another. Deity and Avatar Stat Blocks For second edition, you can find the stat block for Istitia's avatar in the Faiths and Avatar supplement. I was unable to find any deity stat block for Istitia himself. Symbols The following are acknowledged symbols of Istitia. First is the cresting wave. It is the most common symbol used to represent Istitia. However, a drop of water is another recognized symbol of his worship. Beliefs Novices in the clergy of Estitia are taught the following. Everything is interconnected and cyclical. Water always triumphs, for earth dissolves through water, fire is extinguished even by steam, and air becomes clouds and then rain, completing the eternal cycle. The Water Lord is the great equalizer and leveler of the elements. Acknowledging change but holding to his essential nature. Do not try to be what you are not. Rather, excel at what you are and carry this message of personal excellence to the world. Be flexible but not unreasonable. As the rains flow down to the ocean in the folds of earth and not up mountains, so do the truths of Estitia spread throughout the land through their natural routes, not through rank force. The mysteries of life are to be enjoyed and puzzled over, but realize that some answers do not come in this world, but rather in the next. Realize that the cycles of life are mirrored by the cycles of fate. 
Be prepared to pay the price or reap the reward for the actions of your past or your future. This passage was taken from the Faiths and Pantheon Supplement for 3rd edition. Presence of the Faith Worshippers of Astitia can be found across the entire alignment chart. Much like the three other faiths revolving around the elemental deities, Grumbar, Kosuth, and Akadi, many people think Istitia's faith is a strange cult, given the lack of concern Istitia has for his followers. Many bards, travelers, and sailors worship Istitia or at least count him amongst one of their favorite deities. Hierarchy and Structure of the Clergy There are four recognized sects in the faith of Istitia. There is an established rank structure that all four sects adhere to. Istitian clergy are posted to a place of worship for five-year periods and then transferred to a new place of worship. This is done in the belief that anyone who stays put for too long grows stagnant much like water that stays still too long. Postings can be extended to a maximum of 10 years, but after that, a move for the clergy member must occur. There is an overarching regulatory body known as the Elder Oversight Committee. They are the ones who assign new postings for clergy and influence much of the internal politics within the church. The positions on this committee are desired by many of the Estitian clergy. At the top of the church hierarchy is the Delphine Regent, a hereditary position passed down to the firstborn through the line of Grand Oracle Saldita Dabernalis, the first high priestess of the church. Though true power of the church lies in the hands of seven regional heads on a council known as the Primatus. Novice clergy are given the title of searchers. They are instructed via three one-on-one -on -one courses. Upon completion, they become full members of the clergy. Here are the remaining ranks in ascending order after searcher. Essential servant. Spring of the god. Title messenger. Cephalian. Full flood a rank that is equivalent to a senior priest position, monsoon, typhonic oracle, a position equivalent to the head of a temple or, or large shrine, grand oracle, a position equivalent to a senior or elder head of a temple, stratus primae, one of the seven regional leaders on the primatus council, and at the very top is the Delphine regent. The honorific true may be put before a clergy member's rank. This honorific is presented to clergy members who defeat an enemy of the church. Responsibilities and Duties Istitia is fond of working through his followers and those creatures beholden to him. They will go out and collect offerings to Istitia from his worshippers. He can task humanoid followers to collect these offerings, but it is not unheard of for him to send fish and various water elementals to do the same task. His worshippers are known to offer fine fabrics in various blues that flow like waves, gemstones that are clear, green or blue, 
the finest of inks and dyes, and riddles and mathematical problems placed on paper. While it is not enforced, seamanship is practiced by a significant portion of the church, and as a result, many clergy members are encouraged to become proficient in navigation. Weather prediction is also heavily valued in the church. Many of the churches teach their clergy how to make pottery and sell it as a source of income. This is done for more than material reasons. The construction of pottery involves all four elements. The transformation of clay to pottery is thought to be representative of the mutability of water from one physical state to another. The clergy take it upon themselves to ensure the bodies of water around them are pure and clean. Carrying out this duty easily endears them to local populations that otherwise suspect the face of the elemental deities. The church looks to have a healthy dialogue at all times between the surface and other water dwellers. Orders and Priestly Bodies The sects in the Church of Estitia change and adapt, much like the nature of water. Currently, the church is made up of four major sects that work with one another with the occasional disruption and disagreement. The four sects of the church are the Church of the Magnificent Storm, the Church of the Sacred Sea, the Church of the Watery Paths, and the Church of the Eternal Transformation. The Church of the Magnificent Storm finds religious fulfillment through purification via water, and thus through Istitia. Members of the sect are known as Stormers, and they watch thunderstorms outside, not fearing for their personal safety. The Church of the Sacred Sea revered the large bodies of water in the Forgotten Realms. They pray for peaceable seas as people travel abroad, but call for Istitia's wrath through the immense power of the sea and oceans against their enemies. The Church of Watery Paths revered the rivers and streams around the Forgotten Realms. These bodies of water are representative of Istitia's far-reaching capabilities. The Church of the Eternal Transformation sees the transformative states of water from one state to the next as the prime example to follow in one's life. Life continues through many different states as it exists on one plane, dies, and moves to another state on a different plane. Two holy orders of warriors guard temple sites and act as escorts for emissaries. They are the Cavaliers of the Ever-Changing Truth, and Cavaliers of the Seven Seas. The Cavaliers of the Seven Seas are expressly composed of those capable of breathing underwater, while the Cavaliers of the Ever-Changing Truth are composed of those capable of only breathing air. The Order of the Cryptic Transformational Purity is the organized body of mystics at service to the Church of Istitia. Their own personal symbol is that of a human shape-changing into a fish. Appearance and Dress While serving places of worship, clergy members favor vestments that are blue and green in color and adorned with coral patterns or decorations. There is no set uniform of the faith, but it is recognized that a vast majority of the clergy favor cloth and patterns that convey similarities with the movement and nature of water. The symbols of Astitia are carved into various green and blue gemstones. 
Those stones are then set in various forms of jewelry worn by the clergy. Any priests who go out adventuring are free to dress how they deem appropriate, but again, many of them favor gear and clothes that are white, blue, and green in color. Rituals Each day for a clergy member of the church starts with a prayer to Estitia and a drink of water. Their day ends in the same way. Spring tides and neap tides are celebrated by the church. During these celebrations, new devotees to the church either dive into the water or are thrown into it with jubilation. Water dwellers come to visit surface sites of worship during these celebrations. Likewise, surface worshippers visit underwater places of worship utilizing magic and or magic items. Wave riding is a celebration ritual that occurs after a member of the church is able to successfully summon a water elemental. After the successful summoning, the individual is carried above a body of water by the water elemental, riding the waves that are created. The summoned water elemental is then presented with offerings to bring back to Istitia on their return to the elemental plane of water. General Locations of Temples and Shrines Shrines to Istitia are found on the shores of bodies of water. Temples are housed in port towns and cities. However, a significant number of places of worship are found underwater and unknown to a vast number of surface dwellers. These underwater places of worship are important to the histories of the peoples of the sea and ocean. Typical surface temples are made of sandstone or marble carved out in elegant lines and flowing designs. These temples feature many different types of pools, fountains, and man-made streams within their design. Specific Locations Temples to Istitia can be found in prominent port towns and cities like Luskin, Waterdeep, Kyr Kaladir, Teshboro, and Kalimport. Many temples can also be found in coastal cities along the Sea of Falling Stars. Places like Suzel, Starmantle, Elekhon, Neldorid, Spandalion, Lyrabar, Procamper, and Selgaunt. The holiest site of the faith is where the Delphine Regent lives. The location and name of this temple are unknown. Some call it the Castle of the Dancing Dolphin, but that name is unconfirmed. All that is known is that it exists somewhere out in the trackless sea. It is rumored to be extensively defended by intelligent aquatic peoples and aquatic creatures. Character Options For second edition characters, in the supplement Faiths and Avatars, you can find the breakdown for the Waterwalker, a specialty priest in the service of Istitia, alongside the spells associated with the class. For third edition characters, in the supplement Faiths and Pantheons, you can find the Elemental Archon Prestige class. An Elemental Archon in service to Istitia chooses water as their favorite element. Archons are wholly devoted to furthering the presence of their chosen element. As with every other deity so far, I have made a background associated with the worship of Istitia. I think the following abilities would be possessed by a worshiper of Istitia. For the two skill proficiencies, 
I would recommend taking animal handling in nature. For the languages or skills, I would suggest taking primordial as a language in one of the following two tool proficiencies, either the potter's tools or the navigator's tools. For the ribbon ability, obviously the acolyte background shelter the faithful ability would suffice, but I think you could also use the ship's passage ribbon ability from the sailor background in the player's handbook. For equipment, either I would take the sailor's equipment, but I would ask the DM if you could swap out the lucky charm that comes with that background for the holy symbol of Astitia, and of course there's always the acolyte's equipment to take. The following are just a list of subclasses that I think would be fitting for NPC or PC to take if they are a worshipper of Vestitia and want to really lean into that fact. Uh, you will notice, of course, that most of them revolve around the themes of water and storms. For the Barbarian and Sorcerer, the Storm Sorcerer and Path of the Storm Herald, both from Xanathar's Guide to Everything, play into the wrathful aspects of Vestitia and the Storm. For bards, bards are known to worship Astitia in substantial numbers. Looking at the various subclasses available to the bard, I felt that the College of Lore from the Player's Handbook was the most fitting subclass. Unfortunately, the only reason I have for this is that the College of Lore is a very generically themed bard, and many of the other subclasses available to the bard have themes that more or less don't really coincide with the Church of Astitia. The College of Lore Bard obviously can just, because it's generic, can really kind of fit into the mold of many different things and themes. For clerics, there of course is the Tempest Domain, which is the suggested domain for Astitia. However, I think you could reflavor or choose other spells to replace the spells off the Nature Domain spell list for aquatic spells and make Nature Domain from the Player's Handbook work for a Cleric of Astitia as well. For Druids, I think Circle of the Land and Circle of the Moon, both the Player's Handbook, and the Circle of the Shepherd from Xanthars are all fitting subclass choices. Obviously, though, with the Circle of the Land Druid, I would be taken coast as my preferred land and get access to those water-based and aquatic spells. For the other two subclasses, as well as the Circle of the Land Druid, to really lean into this theme you gotta really favor aquatic-based spells. For Paladins, much like the Nature Domain, aspects of the Oath of the Ancients from the Player's Handbook could be reflavored and or changed slightly to give the subclass an aquatic theme. Dungeon Master Options The following are monsters available through various 5th edition books that I think could tie in with the Church of Astitia as well as Astitia himself. In the Monster Manual, I would take a look at the Dragon Turtle, the Water Elemental, the Marid, the Water Weird, the various aquatic beasts, for example, the Giant Crab or Killer Whale, Merfolk and Marrow. In Volo's Guide to Monsters, you have the stat block for the Dolphin. In Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes, you have the Leviathan for a very high-level water-based elemental monster, as well as the Water Elemental Myrmidon. And this Water Elemental Myrmidon stat block can be found in the Princes of the Apocalypse adventure supplement if you have it. And speaking of the Princes of the Apocalypse adventure, there is Ohydra, 
the Evil Water Prince of Elemental Evil. However, a DM is well within the rights to rename and realign Ohydra to better fit in with Church of Hysticia. Finally, Storm King's Thunder has a stat block for the Hulking Crab, so I would take a look at that if you are interested. Moving from monsters to NPCs, uh, again, this is just a list of 5th edition NPC stat blocks that can be used and found across the various supplements. And they would fit well within the Church of Vestitia, or as they worship her Vestitia. So from the Monster Manual, you have the Acolyte, the Druid, and the Priest. Uh, from Volo's Guide to Monsters, there's the Archdruid, uh, the Bard, and the Kraken Priest. Uh, with the Kraken Priest, obviously you would have to reflavor the kind of themes revolving around the stat block, so it's not so much what it represents in Volo's Guide but fits into the narrative you're trying to tell with that NPC. I would consider taking a look at the Princes of the Apocalypse adventure, because in that adventure you have the stat blocks for the Crushing Wave cultists. They could serve as an evil offshoot of the official church, and also a DU needs to consider that Estitia has little desire to really meddle in the conflict of morals on the material plane. So it is not unreasonable to think that there would be a sect out there in the world of Forgotten Realms that is evil-aligned but worships Estitia. Of course, a DM could just simply change the alignment from evil to neutral or good, whatever alignment they choose. The last thing I want to touch on for DM options are magic items. For a magic item... Excuse me, for a magic weapon specific to the church, Estitia favors the crushing wave. Many have chosen to then represent this as the crushing capabilities of a Warhammer. So the crushing wave is Estitia's favored weapon, but for humanoids, that's represented through the Warhammer. Estitian clergy make a magical candle that functions underwater without issue. It can be snuffed out with fingers or a snuffer, but water will never extinguish the flame. Now, the following are just a list of 5th edition magic items that I found both in the Dungeon Master's Guide and Xanthar's Guide to Everything that would be found probably made or used by worshippers of Vestitia. So in the DMG, you have the Bowl of Commanding Water Elementals, the Cap of Water Breathing, the Cloak of the Manta Ray, the Cantor of Endless Water, the Elemental Gems, though the Emerald one specifically summons Water Elementals, a Folding Boat, Mariner's Armor, Potion of Water Breathing, Qual's Feather Tokens, specifically the Anchor and the Swan Boat Tokens, Rank of Water Elemental Control, and finally the Rank of Swimming. And Xanthar's Guide to Everything, I would take a look at the Bead of Refreshment, and the Candle of the Deep, which function, excuse me, which functions much like the ones the clergy of Astitia are said to make. Alright, and with that, I'll once again thank you for listening to listening to the Religion in the Realms. If you're interested in keeping up with the release of future episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and follow the podcast Twitter account at Realms Religion. If you wish to get in touch with me personally, my personal Twitter handle is at ShivsEmbrace. That is S-H-I-V-S-E-M-B-R-A-C-E. 
For the next episode, I will be focusing on Bashaba, the Faerunian deity of bad luck and misfortune. With that, until next time, may Timora look kindly upon your dice rolls, Helm protect you, and Lathander light your path. Music for this episode, Truth in the Stones, by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0.